सब्र कर अपना किस्सा नहीं कहानी है हेलो एंड वेलकम टू तेरी मेरी कहानी विद राव वन डे यू विल टेल योर स्टोरी ऑफ हाउ यू ओवरकेम वॉट यू वेंट थ्रू एंड इट विल बी समाइवल गाइड सो राइट योर स्टोरी एज इट नीड्स टू बी रिटर्न एंड राइट इट ऑनेस्टली so financial planning or financial management as you may say uh, it has two aspects one is you know becoming aware of our finances the current situation that is and then planning our future based on that but people don't want to look at their numbers because they tend to get afraid of the reality i would say can you imagine having a mentor in your life who repeatedly reminds you to mind your profit Wouldn't that be wonderful? Hello and welcome to Rabbi Rashi Foundation. Prashant Narang is a chartered accountant, co-founder of Agility Venture Partners, is a financial literacy enthusiast, author of Four Bucket Cash Flow Book, a mentor to startups seeking funds. आपका बहुत-बहुत स्वागत है प्रशांत. Please share your professional journey story with the world in short. So I started uh, my career uh, you know as a chartered accountant in 2001 uh, when i qualified as a ca i joined price waterhouse coopers audit division and after being in job for three and a half years i you know switched career, my career to my own practice so i onboarded a lot of clients large multinationals smes uh, into the client list of the firm and because i was dealing with smes a lot i realized uh, you know that they are struggling with one problem that is poor financial management most of the smes i realized are struggling with the shortage of funds at most of the times so i looked into it what was the reason so uh, and then i you know designed a workshop called mind your profit for the smes and at the same time i wrote my book which is four bucket cash flow which you just mentioned so uh, this is So the book is covering the most important aspect of the workshop mind your profit that is cash flow management my workshop has been attended by hundreds of sme business owners earlier in the physical world it was you know delhi ncr and now it is pan india through the uh, online mode and uh, my book uh, it has sold thousands of copies through amazon and flipkart so i've been i've tried to touch as many lives as i can through my workshops and uh, book uh, in the year 2020 we i uh, started a new venture which is an angel investors network it's called agility so we have uh, 600 uh, angel investors uh, in our uh, angel investors list and uh, they are not only in india but also in other countries like dubai canada uk singapore and uh, australia so our investors are from across the globe but we are primarily investing in indian startups only so this is totally wonderful true from heart and very simple okay prashant since we work with lot of small businesses what exactly is financial planning in a very very layman language for any business or even for personal well being so financial planning or financial management as you may say uh, it has two aspects one is you know becoming aware of our finances the current situation that is and then planning our future based on that so i place a lot of multicolored blocks in front of you and i ask them you know if you can instantly tell me how many blocks are of each color 
So you won't be able to tell with certainty till the time you actually stack them color wise and then count them. So similar is our finances. You know, if we really want to understand our finances, we need to categorize you know the inflows and outflows of money uh, into various categories based on the nature of transactions. And once we know that okay. Uh, this is the category in which i have received this much money and this is the category in which i have paid this much amount then i would know where my money came from and where my money went so suppose if you do that analysis and you get to know in a particular year that you you have received say 15 lakhs out of which 10 lakhs is income and 5 lakhs is a loan and that you have spent these 15 lakhs say in 12 lakhs you have spent in your personal expenses and 3 lakhs you have saved so if you analyze it you will realize that you have spent more than your income so if you realize that then based on the current situation you can plan for your next year suppose if you know that your next year income is going to be 12 lakhs then you can accordingly allocate that 12 lakh rupees to repayment of the loan your savings and then you know your expenses so analysis of your current situation will help in future plan tell us more about your book four bucket cash flow really excited to know about it over to you four bucket cash flow the book it is focused on the sme business owners so as i said you know the categorization of the inflow and outflow of money into various categories so from a business perspective it categorizes the inflows and outflows in four buckets that is uh, income loans investing investments and then the withdrawals or expenses of the business owner so if the inflow and outflow of money is categorized in these four buckets the uh, business owners get to know whether the business generated adequate cash during the year or not so i have seen that business owners generally they concentrate more on the sales i mean i i asked a room of 100 people how many of you know your last year sales 100 hands went up i asked how many of you know about how much profit you made last year i think 25 hands went up and then when i asked how many of you know how much cash your business generated not even one hand went up because people don't look at that aspect but i would say i mean just imagine a situation where a person is uh, you know a salaried person getting you know a salary slip every month but they are not getting the money in their bank or they don't know whether they are getting that money in the bank or not how will they survive but business owners operate with this ignorance you can say that they don't exactly know how much money has actually been collected from the profits that they have made so first is visibility of the profit and then the cash generated from their business so that is what you know the book talks about and we are sure that many people would be reaching out to you for the book prashant covid pandemic adverse situations in life loss of family members earning members now how i think this is a lesson that we all need to learn now that what in your view is the new normal for financial management for businesses primarily because there's a lot of hustle in the market lot of disturbance in the business last year when the lockdown happened there was you know a lot of panic around this aspect that how people will manage their businesses finances this year people have really not been focused on the finances right now because of the medical emergencies but soon this reality is also going to hit you know that how the finances of the business are going to be managed 
So last year, uh, you know, I designed a workshop which was again on cash flows. I am a cash flow person, so I really value cash flow statement as a tool uh, to manage the business. So I made a workshop called Corona Cash Flows. So it was named like that because it was totally focused on talking about what exactly is to be done during these tough times. Obviously, when people really don't know what is the future, then uh, going unprepared will be, you know, more harmful than, you know, going with some preparation. So I suggest that, uh, you know, if people can prepare a projected kind of a financial uh, cash flow statement where they can predict, okay, this much money I'm going to receive in the next three months. And accordingly, these are my liabilities, which I can pay off from those collections. So if you know that you are going to receive an X amount during a month, you will obviously not uh, commit uh, money outflow more than that receipt. Uh, otherwise, if you, are, if you have committed more outflow than what you're going to receive, people are going to be unsatisfied with your business. And you know that creates a lot of uh, negativity in already a negative environment. So if you tell people, okay, I will pay you in the second month or the third month with certainty, uh, you know, then obviously it helps you manage that you need to be on top of, you know, uh, this, uh, these numbers in terms of movement of your money so that you know exactly where, you know, your money is supposed to go or where it is supposed to come from. And that I think uh, empowers people because that pulls you out of that fear of unknown and, you know, helps you take more informed decisions. Definitely. And very simply put, Prashant, like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. You as a financial analyst can guide businesses on financial resilience. The business owners, you know, should build their companies as, you know, financially smart organizations. I always say that because uh, people make good products, people make good services, uh, they provide good services, but the organizations themselves are not financially smart. So an eye on the profits and then the cash flows, as I mentioned earlier, is, is critical. But areas where you know your money gets lost or the money gets stuck in the business are you know expenses. You know sometimes the expenses go uh, much above what we thought, and you know it leads to lesser profits. Then our money gets stuck in stocks. As the business goes up, people tend to build up inventories without even realizing how much money is getting stuck in the inventories. And as we sell more, there are, you know, the receivables also pile up. So all these are the places where one needs to keep, uh, you know, an eye at all the times to keep them under control. In addition to that, uh, there are two points which, you know, should be kept in mind. So first one is that people uh, should actually monitor what return on the capital employed, you know, their business is generating. Because that is something that people tend to ignore that the cost of the funds sometimes is higher than the return on that money that is being generated by the business. So eventually you are losing money and you don't even realize it. You know, so that is something which is which should be looked into. The second aspect is that people should not use short-term funds for buying long-term assets. So suppose if someone has... Uh, you know, money in the bank, which is supposed to be paid to suppliers, but they use that money to buy machinery. Now, 
the machinery will take time to get installed start production and then those goods will be sold then that money will be realized it is a long cycle you know to convert that money back into cash and when i mean it takes so much of time till that time your suppliers will get really you know restless and you they will put pressure on you and that kind of mental pressure people generally cannot you know that that is uh, counterproductive i mean it will really uh, bring down the efficiencies of the business so uh, you know so as i said stock expenses debtors uh, look at the cost on uh, you know the return on capital employed and don't use short term funds for long term assets i mean if you take care of these things uh, your business will not get into trouble i mean a major trouble i wish prashant you work with a lot of startups now coming to startups since many people have lost their jobs and they would be starting their own and they have started their own from managing loans to getting funded how can you guide and mentor them only losing jobs you know there is definitely i can see uh, you know there are a lot of people getting into their own ventures now uh, because they see the potential of you know the opportunities that are there because of technological changes the innovation that is happening it is you know opening up new opportunities every day now uh, it's about you know the loans generally are not available to startups i mean banks don't fund startups because of two reasons one is the high risk involved and second is that they generally do not have collaterals to you know give and even in in personal loans people don't tend to uh, you know give loans to startups in terms of, that is why they raise funds from angel investors fact that 90% startups fail you know it's it's evident uh, you know that there is a high risk involved but if you look at why 90% startups fail because 60% of them don't even get funded uh, there are a lot of reasons why they don't why they don't get funded so we'll not go there but if we see that the 40% that get funded 75% of that you know so 30% of the 90% uh still those startups fail two reasons which i see is you know that one is that there are a lot of startups which are formed by the you know these uh, founders from the perspective of not creating a great business but from the perspective of raising funds so and once they raise funds the the funds are spent on you know the perks that the founders would like to enjoy so investors are giving their money not to you know uh, give the handsome salaries to the founders or giving them perks but for the growth of the business so if the money is spent on entirely on the growth of the business then obviously the chances of success are more but certain founders you know tend to spend that money on themselves that is one mistake that we have seen and second is uh, you know as you said uh, you know mentoring so there is a lack of mentorship or maybe the choice of mentors is not correct by the founder and that is where you see that uh, you know startups start failing because they themselves are not equipped to take such business decisions and even the mentor doesn't guide them properly for this i can say that you know for the funding part we have uh, our angel investors network uh, you know from where startups are being funded but at the same time we have a pool of mentors within agility who have been you know uh, we have formed that group of mentors from the investors only people with considerable industry experience coming from you know various sectors so we have formed a pool wherein uh, you know if a startup is taken up by agility for mentoring 
then they get a 360 degree kind of a mentoring you know and not one person is mentoring them then there are many mentors who are available to solve their problems to to guide them you know in terms of strategy in terms of finance in terms of uh, you know sales a lot of things for that matter Shant, we work with a lot of women entrepreneurs also there are a lot of women in our ngo who seek guidance now what are the easier methods of financial planning for such women financial planning is financial planning i mean it is not different for women entrepreneurs you know so the reason that women are not good at financial management is the same reason that men indian men especially are bad at cooking you know so because they don't do it they don't know it how to do it i am very sure that if women take up the task of financial management they will do it better i mean it's not uh, you know there is no doubt because they they manage things better but because uh, you know this aspect is not left to them and they have not done it there is again that fear of unknown that stops them from going there but if you get into a habit of looking at the numbers on a continuous basis then you know you uh, get comfortable with that process and then every month it is only maybe few minutes you know that you need to look at your numbers and you would know where you are going both in terms of your business and in terms of your finance where you uh, tend to get involved in your operations more and start ignoring finances you really don't get to know you know so you need to have that discipline of looking at your numbers regularly people keep their hisab in those small diaries you know and but if you ask them they just know what how much money they have to take from somebody and how much money they have to give but how much money did they make and how much more they could have made uh, you know it is it is something uh, which people don't focus on so i i mentioned that to a friend that who was running a company with 300 crores and i said that these three things you need to focus on and he went back and he started working that was in april of a financial year next year january he calls me and he says uh, you know you are my god i said what happened he said because you mentioned that thing you know that stock expenses debtors i started focusing on them and this year our profitability has taken a huge jump because we were not focusing on these aspects i mean we were doing 30 to 40% higher sales year on year but we were our profit was not increasing in that proportion uh, you know so if you get to hear such things from people it's really encouraging so that's totally uh, beautiful very knowledgeable a successful businessman needs to understand the importance of financial planning and management to all entrepreneurs startup founders business owners finance professionals please attend the workshop mind your profits mm-hmm.